In John 10, 10, Jesus said that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he continues and he says, I have come that you may have life, and that you may have life in the fullness. You can say that the thief who he's referring to is Satan, the devil, the dark side, whatever it is. When you look at your life, I'm talking about reality of our lives. When I look at my life, all that the devil tries to do is steal, kill and destroy. And sometimes, really I don't need the devil to do that because my own emotions will lead to that. And so I asked the Lord, what is the solution for this? And one of the things he told me from the word that I learned is in Nehemiah 8.10, which is the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I've taught you on this Here's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't let the devil steal your joy from you. For those of us who are born again, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And in the Old Testament, we read that we enter his gates praise and with thanksgiving that is a key to joy because in the New Testament it talks about a sacrifice of praise you may not feel like it but you call to overcome this morning a person got in touch with me saying, I want to come to the hall, but every time I decide to, something comes up. And I told this person, you have to decide. You have to choose where your priorities lie. In other words, you have to overcome. Once you decide and you set your heart and mind, the Lord will help you, yes. But you got to decide. Don't let the devil steal, kill and destroy your joy. The Bible tells us to not neglect the gathering of believers. 
We take it for granted. Us coming together, we're in other countries, people are longing to come together to worship in spirit and truth and freedom. Freedom from persecution. And here we are. Has the devil really stolen abundant joy and life from us? We're just thinking, what about me? What about me? The devil has won. Because all you can think about is, what about me? Whereas the Bible tells you to cast that very thing to the Lord. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, we read about an exchange taking place. He who became, who he who knew no sin, that is Jesus Christ, became sin for us. God made him to be sin for us. There was a substitution taking place so that we can be the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. So he gave us his righteousness and he took upon himself our sins. For me, this is good news. Later, Paul talks about the helmet of salvation. So don't let the devil steal, kill and destroy your joy. And whatever is troubling you, the key is thankfulness. Be thankful to the Lord. I am thankful to the Lord even for the breakfast I got. I told you before, long time ago, maybe 20 years from 20 years ago, I used to set an alarm. It used to go off every three hours, starting at 6 a.m. Then at 9 a.m., then at 12 p.m., then at 3 p.m., then at 6 p.m., and then again at 9 p.m. And each time the alarm goes off, no matter where I am, whatever I'm doing, I I might be even in a board meeting, I take the time to thank God for what He has done for the last three hours. In the morning, I take the time to thank him for, for speaking to me the last night through dreams, through visions, for guiding me for this day, for even getting up. In the night before I go to sleep, I reset because I know I have not been perfect with God. I have missed the mark several times of perfection. So I the with the Lord, who alone is perfect. What this does and what it did for me 
is raised in awareness of who God is, of his ever-present joy with me, no matter what I do. Now I no longer need to set an alarm for that. You can say it's a muscle memory, but more than three hours every hour, every minute, I give thanks to the Lord. Don't let the devil steal that from you. When you don't have the Lord with you, you are overcome by sin if you're not born again. But when you're born again, sin has no power over you. There was a movie called Matrix where the hero, Neo, said no and the bullet stopped. Like that, you can say no. That is what being born again gives you the power to say no to sin. Because the Lord, the Holy Spirit will help you overcome. Paul talks about the good that he wants to do but he can't do. And the bad that he doesn't want to do, but he ends up doing anyway. You read that in Romans 7. And he says, Oh, wretched man that I am, who will save me from this? But he answers himself and he says, Thank God that Jesus Christ will save me. And that leads us to Romans chapter 8 verse 1 it says now there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in the spirit those who are in Christ Jesus who walk according to the spirit hallelujah that is freedom the righteous may fall but he gets up and this is what I want to tell you The world, the devil, whatever, may steal, kill, and destroy. But don't let that happen to you. Say no and choose God. And how do you get there? By giving thanks to him. For whatever. Find one thing to give thanks to. Did you have a good night's sleep? Then give him thanks for that. Did you have good breakfast? Then give him thanks for that. Is a clarity and purpose on what to do and give him thanks to that. Are things troubling you? Then cast your burdens to him. Don't let that hinder your thanksgiving to God. Whatever is bothering you, cast your burdens to the Lord. When I first read that, Around the time I got saved, I didn't think myself worthy enough or 
I can't, I couldn't do that. I, there were, I thought there were too many burdens and where do I start? But as I've told you before, I had a vivid imagination. So in the night, I would imagine a JCB coming, a bulldozer basically, with its cup, and I would cast all my burdens onto that JCB, and it would turn around and give it to Jesus. Then I'd say, it's your problem, you deal with it. And pretty soon I found that I could sleep at peace, no matter what was troubling me. And those who know me know that there was a lot of things. But I was able to cast all that to Jesus. And it, like I said, it developed an awareness of who God is. And when I was in the ICU, or CCU, or whatever they call it, and the doctors tried everything to revive me and they left me for dead. And I came back alive. The first thing I told the head doctor is never use that machine on me again. If that does uh, resuscitator or whatever, they had tried, they used it over a hundred times. There were burn marks all over my body trying to revive me. I said, never use that on me again. I'm not going to die on your watch. And he was like, no one has talked to me like that. I said, yeah, you haven't had anyone like me. What gives me that confidence? Because it was not time for me to die. Don't let the devil steal, kill, and destroy the things in your life. It's weird when you do that, when you have the power to stop that. And how do you stop that? Start by casting your burdens to the Lord. And that's what I want you to do right now. Just give Him thanks for whatever find something to give him thanks acknowledge God has done that in your life start with that and the Holy Spirit I guarantee you this that the Holy Spirit will lead you to the next thing and pretty soon you will be thanking him and that leads to praising him hallelujah so lift up your voice I want you all to stand up and just lift up your voice hallelujah. and just thank him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're the prince of peace. Hallelujah. Wonderful cause. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, we lift it up. 
Hallelujah. Even in our faithfulness, Abba, you remain faithful, O oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the light of our lives, Jesus. You are the one that enlightens the darkness. Jesus, we trust in you, Lord. Hallelujah. Our hope is in you, Abba. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You are God and man. There was a time when King David was rejoicing and he was dancing to the Lord and his wife Michael saw him and got disgusted by this and so when she was alone with him she asked him is this how a king should behave is this how a king should act in front of his maid servants
And there's something David said. David the king said. When I first read it, shook me. He said, I will do this and more because I'm doing it for the Lord. And he said, I will be even more undignified than this. We all have things we consider as dignity. It's time to lay that at the Lord's feet. And just express your love to Him, your faithfulness to Him, your thankfulness and your gratefulness to Him. As we sing this song, <clears throat>